0: you are currently listening to a Suffolk Free Radio podcast, the views and opinions expressed on After Dinner Coffee are the views and opinions of the show personalities only and do not reflect those of Suffolk University, Suffolk Free Radio, or those at the Student Leadership and Involvement Office. Hello, and welcome to this episode of After Dinner Coffee. This is your host, Shannon. After Dinner Coffee is inspired by my fascination with humans and their ideas and belief that everyone has something to share. This podcast is meant to bring us both beyond ourselves and together. And today I'm so excited to have Eamon Sully here with me. He is a senior here at Suffolk studying finance and data analytics. So while we do have two very different areas of study, me studying psychology, we actually did a entrepreneurial development company this summer. And so we had some experience with sales that I think unites us on that perspective. So. Very excited to have you, Amen.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: <laughs> All right. So I want to start off first with the very basic, how do you think money has had an impact in your life? Or the way that you view money?
1: The way I view money, a um, bit of a personal question to start off, but um, I think, I think with everybody, everybody's view on money, it like stems from like the family and, like, how they spend money and, like, how you grew up seeing money being spent. Um, So, my view on money has a lot to do with how my family views money and how they spend it. Yeah, Um, I definitely agree. Kind of growing out of that a little bit as, like, you get your own money um, and you're, like, experiencing things on your own, but I'd say it's, like, at the the root. Like, the way I view money is the way my family views money and, uh, you know, coming from immigrant parents, it's not, uh, money is not, like, something you just, like, spend regularly. It's, like, spend it on things you need. Uh, not really the wants, but as, like, a 22-year-old, there's a lot of things that you want. Yeah, exactly. And when you get your own money, you kind of spend it the way you want, but then in the back of your head, you're just, like, this isn't how I should be spending my money. This isn't the traditional yeah. view I have on money, but... You know, you just learn from it. Yeah,
0: it definitely comes back to the family. I think watching the way your parents react around money. Yeah. Huge influence on how you see it as well. And it's interesting that you brought up like you're kind of changing that now because I feel the same way. Mm -hmm. And I think I've been thinking about it and made a huge transition from money is something you should not spend and you should just be keeping Mm -hmm. to money allows you to get things that I think are more valuable than the money itself. Oh yeah. So. Definitely been like Money that. is a
1: means of living. There's no point in just holding on to it. Exactly. Like, I have like family friends who like, they, they came from like, you know, pretty poor background. And like, they have money now, but they just sit on their money and like still live the life that, like, their old life, which is like yeah. kind of scary.
0: Because it, it's, it's like ingrained sense. in you yeah. in a way that
1: you. So it's like, I don't know why. They haven't, like, started to spend their money. They're just so used to that. I think it's like they got money at an age where it's, like, experimenting with money. Not that that's a thing, but, like, spending it the way you want wasn't there for them. I think. I don't know. It's just that's fascinating. The, like, the way people think about money and, like, how they spend it in view it is just... It's a very fascinating topic that we've got uh, <laughs> got ourselves talking about today. <laughs>
0: No, it definitely is. And personally, I think that the way you view money can be extended to other things in your life. Do you think that you've seen, you know, your habits around money extend to other habits in your life?
1: Mm. Not really. <laughs> I would say that I don't really, like... I'm not, like, a big spender. I don't, like, really always spend money on things. Like, if it's if it's something I need, then I would have no issue buying it. Like, a coffee in the morning. Like, I'm going to spend money on coffee in the morning. But very rarely am I just, like, spending things that, like, I don't need. It's always, like, yeah. I, if I need to spend it, I'll spend it. But, like, once, I find it very hard for me to spend money on things I want
0: so do you think that do you view time and money as similar resources is the uh, way that you spend no. your time similar no to the way very that you? different really yeah i feel like for me they, they're very similar it's really you're not gonna overspend your time with something that you don't think is important
1: that's a good point
0: as well as i feel like i've seen people have similar Similar habits surrounding things like food as well. The way that you use your money is a similar to the way that you view, I guess, your relationship with food.
1: Okay. So if like, so give me an example. It's like if you're not if you're like spending a lot of money. So like, wait. So give give it to me like <laughs> isn't like. So it's like if I put a dish in front of you, right? Yes. Are you gonna? Eat all of it. What does that mean? If you eat all of it, it means you don't like to waste, and then you're probably going to have the same habit within your money. You're not going to waste your money, but if you get a dish in front of you and you're like, you eat some of it, but you're not going to finish all of it.
0: That you might be wasteful.
1: That you might be wasteful with your money.
0: Somewhat like that, as well as I mean, money and food both have a lot to do with control, and so people who tend to restrict. Like, they're eating are super healthy, tend to be really tight with their money as well.
1: That makes so much sense. That makes a lot of sense. Joe Consorti comes to mind.
0: <laughs> no name dropping. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Consorti, we love you. Uh, but, yeah, I'm interested to see, I mean, thinking about that control dynamic, what's your opinion on how essential money is in our society?
1: how essential it all depends on the person I think I think yeah I guess it's it's all. it's all like case by case
0: it does depend how you think about it but I think it also I mean it is essential in just a baseline way to get you know to live to get by
1: but it all depends on like how the person's living too like what's your standard of living because some people's standard of living is just like if I've got like food and like minimal food and like shelter then I'm good right I don't need anything more than that right because I'm living right right and then it's like, well I like to have a coffee in the morning from like a specific coffee shop and like I like a large amount of space then you're gonna be spending a good amount of money to to accommodate for like your needs but to other people might seem like it's like your wants like you don't need a big place you don't need coffee in the morning
0: that's true everyone has a different like line where they cut off from like need to want yeah and I feel like that yeah that definitely influences your spending habits because you're going to be willing to spend more if your means of living is sort of higher exactly and that also probably has to do with the way that you grow up as well and like growing out of that
1: another point I'd like to go back to is like the time and money aspect you were talking about so with like time and money it's like time is a resource you're not going to get back right
0: right
1: it's like very limited and money is something that's going to come and go right that's true so is my relationship with like time and money the same no i value time way more than i value money because it's I'm not gonna be young for too long, right? I'm not gonna have like the opportunities that come up that like often. So, and money's just gonna come and go. Wherever I go, money's gonna be there. We're gonna find a means to like make money to like live.
0: See, I'd make the argument that that mindset around money is what's making you successful with money. Because people tend to think that money is something that doesn't come back and that you spend it and you will not be able to see it back.
1: Yeah, well, that's when very you frame dangerous. it
0: that way, that it's always going to be something that comes and goes. Yeah, it's
1: it's just like huge. It's like with everything. I don't know. I've just been through like maybe a good amount of hurt because like the way I previously viewed money, which was the exact opposite of the view I just brought up. So, you know, a man's <laughs> been hurt. So now the view on money is like a little bit different, and definitely more matured. I would say, like time and your relationships with people and the opportunities you have in the now are way more important than. The money that's going to come or the opportunities that you have for money in that moment.
0: Exactly. Which is why I think money is sort of a tool to buy you more time in some cases. It's like, would you be willing to pay more money to sort of cut ahead in line and get to something faster? Or I (laughs) I could get so into this right now. Yeah. But like people will like pay people to wait in line for certain things so that they can save their time. And it's ultimately like you get to a certain point where you have so much money that you can spend it on things that are going to save you time because time is ultimately more valuable.
1: That's, a, that's a, the way you should be spending money, if you have the means to. Exactly. Spend money to create yourself more time.
0: Or better time.
1: Or better time. Exactly. More time, better time. Pretty equal <laughs> well, there. Um, well, time yeah. better spent. <laughs> time better spent, yeah. There's a point that came up. I don't know, I don't know what, what it was, but have you ever heard of like the time value of money? This is like a finance-related thing, so we'll get into like not. academia a little bit here. But it's like a dollar today is more valuable than a dollar tomorrow. Explain that a bit more. So it's like that it, it all has to do with like interests and stuff like that. But like I'm gonna bring it up and see like how you like think about it. So, like, basically, it's like having a dollar today is more important than having a dollar tomorrow because you can, you know, invest that into something and it can, like, compound and grow. Okay. Does that, like, make sense?
0: I see what you mean. I mean, I've thought of something similar where people tend to like more instant gratification because the future isn't as promised. So they will accept, like, $1,000 today versus, like, 2000 a year from now. Yeah. So it's, it's somewhat of a similar concept.
1: I think it's a very interesting concept. That's kind of what kept me, like, within finance.
0: Yeah. I'm very fascinated by money in general because it's, it has such control of some people. And it's yeah. insane. And I've thought a lot about, like, the pursuit of wealth and how it's interesting, but it can be, like, really toxic for you as well.
1: Again, I think it also depends on, like, the mindset, uh, like, how you're viewing money.
0: That's true. It's like a lot of people will be viewing money as the thing that makes them worth something in society. Yeah. And so they'll just chase... The reason
1: for happiness. Like, they, they have in the back of their head that, like, if I have money, then I'm going to be happy. Yeah, Which they, is not healthy at all.
0: Exactly. Because they won't even be spending it on things making them happy. They'll just let it build up so that that number is the thing that's making them happy.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's obviously... It's such a simple, like, gratification type thing.
1: You're losing so much time, too.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think money can be... I mean, what's your view on money as a motivator?
1: Money as a motivator? Uh, Money should be... Like, it should motivate you to, like, get the things that you want. But, like... I don't know. It's, this is a tough question. Money has a motivator. I like, do It's kind of tough. Why should money be like... Why Why should you be motivated by money? Like, if you're someone who's like thinking money is just a means of living, I don't need to be motivated by money. I need to be motivated by other things. Because money is just like... Once you take away the value of money, you have nothing. Right. Right? So is money really that valuable that you're going to use it as a motivator for like growing? And, like, some are going to say yes, some are going to say no.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, They're going to be like, money, you need it to live. So it has to have some level of motivation. And maybe it should. But I don't think it's, like, the top motivator for – it shouldn't be the top motivator for somebody to, like, heading into a career or, or like, going into whatever they want, whatever path they choose in life. I don't think money should be the top motivator. I think other things should motivate you.
0: I agree. I mean, I get why it's a motivator because it's a tool to get you some things that you want to get. Mm-hmm. But like, it should be saying,
1: seen as like a thing that comes with wh- with like the the actual motivator that you you have.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's that's what I was gonna say. It's it shouldn't be the main goal, but mm-hmm. it's definitely something that intrigues people. Like going for certain jobs because they pay higher. Yeah. Versus like going for what you actually want to do. Well then
1: again that's like a different that's like a whole different conversation <laughs> that we're gonna have because like us being at like between the ages of like nineteen and like twenty two, like we're looking to start up. So we're gonna we're gonna be hunting for like jobs that pay a good amount. We're not really gonna be chasing like our our goals now because we need to live and some of us are like trying to start families and move out of our parents' homes. So it's like Exactly. You're looking at that some people are looking at that as like money. I need money over like I can put my like career and like what I want to do aside for now and I've actually had people talk to me about like how they're how they have like These causes that they want to work for but they're putting them aside because it's, a, it's like I need money to survive
0: Right, which and is tough. It's unfortunate especially this time in your lives like more towards you graduating college like you need money for the foundation in order to do anything else in your life so it's like you just need that security in order to actually go forward with anything else
1: which is true you need that security for money but personally i'm not gonna say that money is the motivator i'd say like freeing up time like i'm i'm pretty big on like my time. I, I'm looking to do whatever I can to just have as much time as, well, with C-E. That's the name drop. <laughs> um, but, like, time is, you don't have that much time, I would say. Yeah. And, you know, having done that for three years, whatever's to come next, I need, I'm trying to open up as much time. I can put, like, the money aside. I just want so I can do the things that I like, you know, I like yeah. to like, you know, see the world a little bit. Yeah, I know. I know you need money to see the world, but like, we can make it happen with whatever we got.
0: Exactly. You know,
1: it's the experiences that are gonna like that you're gonna remember. You're not gonna remember the number that you had in your bank account.
0: That's true, and it's interesting that you brought that up because I actually had one of my painters. Um, that I hired I was asking him like what is one of your main reasons for doing this? And of course money is somewhat a reason like we are in that phase where we do need to be making money Yeah, summer
1: job like you need money to go back to college and stuff like that Right,
0: but then he did say one of the main things you wanted to learn was time management And when you are running out of time because you're spending so much time working You learn to fit in anything you want to do in between those little cracks and mm-hmm. And I had a lot of trouble with that, I'm <laughs> sure you know. Yeah. Um, towards the beginning, but then towards the end I was like able to actually hang out with my friends and see my family and like actually go to a graduation party because you, you learn how to use time and money interchangeably to you know spend, You'll work better for yeah, you. Yeah. To work better for you and to make the most out of it. So
1: And money. It's, it's like a, it's an interesting thing, you know some people it's like very toxic for other people it's like they don't even think about it
0: right and shifting from the like toxic mindset around it and like i need to just be earning it and being stressed about it i think that's a huge thing oh yeah being under financial pressure is really stressful because you can essentially lose things that are valuable to you but getting past that and going into more of an abundance mindset where you believe like money will always be coming to you in some some way or form
1: it's always going to be there yeah. i think like if it's if you have the mindset of like i'm gonna do whatever i can to like survive well, Not that's a horrible that's a it is a good mindset but like definitely don't manipulate it to like do wrong things but like <laughs> it'll it'll it's just gonna come it's always gonna be there
0: yeah exactly i mean i'm lucky enough to like be coming from enough Privilege to be speaking about money like this mm-hmm. like I understand some people don't have enough to even think about it other than like where's the next source of money so that I can like survive yeah but I definitely like
1: then it, that it also comes to like now we're not pulling any like data or anything from, from like whatever I'm gonna say like there's no facts behind this is just kind of an observation but it's like people who lower income Right. Who don't have that much money. Right. They value money way more than somebody who would I would say comes from privilege. That I think the person coming from privilege probably values like their time more than they value their money. Right? Yeah. I and imagine. they're able to like do other things like like follow their passions, quote unquote. And like be more creative and all that fun stuff. Whereas, like, somebody who's coming from lower income is is definitely prioritizing, like, the money because it's something that they don't have that they need, that they know they need. Do you agree to that?
0: I do. And I think that I've seen people who are higher income get over the, not the thrill, but the, like, essentiality of money where they will become bored with it and Mm -hmm. they will no longer care about money at all.
1: They know it's going to be there, it and it is. becomes
0: reckless. Like I've seen people like crashing cars all the time. Like, you know, and spending it's like not it on, a, not an issue, right? Spending it on things that like are just kind of a waste. I mm-hmm. mean, according to my perspective, yeah. But buying multiple cars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone has a different way they want to use their money, and if that's going to bring you happiness, great. Yeah. But I don't know. It's interesting.
1: I almost want to say like. If it's making you happy, then, like, you're good.
0: If it's making you happy without being at the expense of someone else, you're good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> as long as nobody else is, like, in the equation, it's just you who's, like, finding gratification from, like, the money that you have, then, like, good for you.
0: Exactly. Some, and some, people, yeah, some people see more value in the number than they do in what they're spending it on, but you don't think?
1: More value in the number than what they're spending it on. No way. They definitely like, what they're they're spending it on is what they want. So obviously that's more important than like, whatever the number is. They don't care about the number at that point, I would say. It's all different. It's all case by case.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it definitely depends because just the number itself, like say chasing like a net worth, like that's gonna get you a lot more like, social attention and, like, other things that come with that, that I think people see the money as, the actual number as being important. But I guess you're true. Like, they do. They are spending it on things that are making them happy, so. it's a little Well, that's, buff.
1: like, the case for the majority of people. Not, right? We all have, like, some level of money and, like, what we're spending it on is probably more important than, like, the number that's sitting in our bank account, where it's, like, the point you just brought up of like net worth it's like how many people are chasing net worth
0: I mean if we're talking about like our everyday average person
1: probably and like not. the
0: people that are listening to this yeah. like they probably do not care about the number at all no. um but i mean maybe their parents do maybe they think that their annual income defines them in a way
1: so okay that's i see that i see that point
0: <laughs> all right but I do want to talk about sort of healthy ways to view money, and I know it's going to be different for every person. But what's your advice on going forward with spending your money or saving your money?
1: Uh, I mean, uh, for me, like a healthy way to view money is time over money, right? Especially experience, suppose, experience and time and the relationships that you have now and, like, family time and stuff like that is way more valuable than money. And, like, this view is partly because of the the experience of, like, having to run a business and, like, not having a lot of time and uh, always, like, kind of, like, chasing the bag and, like, getting the money and, like, putting things off, putting, like, time for your friends and, like, time for family off. Um, Definitely don't be doing that. So I would say how healthy view of money is the money is always going to come. Right? You don't chase the money. The money chases you. Right? Track that money, baby. And exactly. the time that you have now is is more important than than the money that's or the money opportunity that's there. I'm trying to take this mindset which I think is pretty healthy into like my next, you know, job or career. Um, that's why I've probably started thinking of like, becoming like, like doing more with real estate because it's kind of just like investing, like being like a landlord and stuff like that. And that way you have time because it's just like managing, it's managing like your 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 property with the money's coming in because of like the tenants and like the appreciation and all these different things but that seems more attractive to me because it's like, I'm gonna have a lot of time.
0: So you're talking about passive income?
1: Yeah, sort um, of.
0: Well, somewhat, yeah. yeah. Some people are gonna
1: argue that like passive income doesn't exist because there's some level yeah. of work that is put into it.
0: Yeah, passive is very subjective, but it's more passive than,
1: than the clocking exchange in. of all
0: your time for a certain amount of money. Yes. And I think that's that's really intriguing to a lot of people and I would love to have certain sources of passive because you can focus more on what you want to do. No, I don't think I
1: don't think I think if you're living life on one income, that's an issue. Get more in income. itself. Why? Um it I don't think it's it's healthy. Like unless you really love your job. Right? Which I hope everybody listening to this (laughs) enjoys their job, right? And I hope I enjoy my job as well. But like, like passive income, you need something to just like, like the passive income that comes in from whatever you're doing, is kind of just like save money. You can save that money. You could potentially grow that passive income like side hustle or whatever to be your main thing and like leave whatever you're doing. I don't know. Right, because I think points at, at points. a young age, like you have to experiment with passive income. You can't just yeah. like not do that.
0: I also think it lets you get into like your hobbies and sort of side interests. Yes. Which is really healthy, versus yes. just focusing on one job that might not encompass all of that. Especially
1: if like the job is like stressing you out. You don't want to just like be coming home and just like stressing about your main job.
0: Exactly. It's, it's nice. like oh, I got to
1: stay there because like I'm making money. But, like, no. Like, do, like, do, like, a side hustle, like, a something you like. I don't know. Make paintings and sell them or something. Get creative. That's a passive income that you, like, enjoy. Exactly. You know? Passive income doesn't have to be something serious.
0: And I think it's, depending on what your interests are, it can be so different. Like, yeah. investing can be somewhat of a passive thing where... I mean, obviously, it takes a lot of work and energy, but, like, once you actually get into it, it's more just, like, overseeing it. Yeah. And then there's also things like selling little, you know, arts and crafts. Like, there's so many ways to do a passive income or do a sort of side hustle. So, definitely a good point.
1: I think that's another healthy thing about, like, money. You should definitely incorporate, like, some sort of, like, passive income. I agree. Into, like what you're doing I would say like a career unless yeah. your career is calling for just like I don't know 12 plus hours on the clock around the clock right. like if, you're if you're a like, nurse or like a, <laughs> if you're like a surgeon like yeah. maybe stick to that <laughs> yeah maybe maybe save some lives for us the rest of us will take care of uh, the passive income thing but even with them they can they can still do it that's true Like
0: even even things like like there's a lot of apps that make investing like easier mm-hmm. so even just like using one of those
1: yeah. True. And there's just there's, there's also like different ways of investing. There's not just like the stock market. I know. There's, I mean there's, you know there's, more there's like it, but. there's uh there's this thing called farmfolio where it's like you're investing in farmland essentially. And like the crops, whatever like is sold, like that gets like there's like there's a return on that, which I've been looking into.
0: So the value is just in the land itself, or in what what it brings you? Like, where's the value
1: in the, the value land? in the land? Yeah, the crops that are produced.
0: So you get some sort of income from the crops that are produced.
1: Correct. That's interesting. the farmers get paid, right? Expenses for the you know to maintain the farmland is right. is also paid, and then after the crops are sold, and they're sold to like like big kind of like big companies like. They're going through like, like what are they called? Like supply chains. Yeah. Like manufacture. Like they're going through like they're getting cleaned, and then they're getting distributed to like restaurants, right?
0: Right. And what's your commitment in that? Do you have to oversee it?
1: There's no commitment. You just invest.
0: Interesting. So it's just basically getting yourself to put down a certain amount of money, hoping Mm -hmm. it will bring you something. Yeah. That's interesting.
1: And farmland has produced, so since 1990 to 2020, right? Yeah,
0: drop the stats.
1: (laughs) I'll drop the the numbers here. Farmland investments have returned 11% ROI, return on investment. Yes. And then uh, for the stock market since in that same period 1990 to 2020 only eight percent fine arts yeah have stock re- market is you know how I, <laughs> yeah no, no stock market's right not now. as good you know how like people are starting to invest in like fine arts starting yeah like i don't know what's the whole you mean thing like
0: the average person because people have always been investing in fine arts
1: yes well yeah. now more than usual like return on that has been 14 percent which is like how i'm still trying to like understand how art appreciates in value and like how you the whole thing is it's just really interesting for me
0: art is insane because a lot of times like let's say painters for example they will die before they realize that their work is valuable Mm -hmm. and then like You know, decades later, they'll end up being like one of the most famous painters. Yeah, it's like
1: being sold for like 1.4 million. it's like they don't actually
0: get anything from that because they don't know. They didn't get the value of their work then, so.
1: I wonder if like their families do. Probably not.
0: Yeah, I guess it probably depends. I feel like.
1: Hey, you're related to this guy who created this really good thing. I know you've done nothing with your life, but here's some of that money that uh, your great great grandfather made.
0: And a lot of artists did not have families. I mean,. The ones that I've studied, they never got married. Never really? It's interesting. I and mean, I'm talking about, like, the Renaissance here. Like, they were just, you know, a lot of single men who just created artwork and then... That's it.
1: When was the Renaissance? I have no idea. Mm.
0: But it wasn't, like... Yeah, I'm not trying to throw numbers here because I'll be so incorrect and people yeah. will search me on it, but, you know, super long time ago in, like, Italy, Spain, a lot of European places, like, experienced their renaissance, and there were a lot of, like, you've heard of, like, Michelangelo, Raphael, mm-hmm. like, Leonardo da Vinci, I don't think any of them had families.
1: Really? Yeah. I know Van Gogh didn't have a family. I also didn't have an ear. <laughs> that's,
0: a, that's a different story. <laughs> That's true. How do we
1: get from uh from money to arts?
0: I don't know. There's value in both of them. No, to I, some I definitely. <laughs> I mean,
1: arts appreciating in value every day.
0: Precisely. But
1: what's your um like view on like healthy spending?
0: I mean i definitely like the mindset that you have that money is always going to come and go and it really depends on you as a person in your relationship to stress and control if you have an unhealthy relationship to control then you really need to work on your relationship with money and sort of seeing it as this thing that's going to come and go whereas if you tend to be really spontaneous and just like giving up control Spending money all of the time, then you need to assess it in a different way, mm-hmm. where you're looking at it and you're like, okay, let me try to actually see the value I'm getting from the things that I'm buying. So definitely understanding yourself, you know, self awareness is the key to just about everything. So understanding yourself and then how that plays into your relationship with money, I think
1: that's so big
0: will lead you in the right. Yeah,
1: self awareness. Yeah, if you don't have huge. that, you kind of like you can go crashing, come crashing down
0: right because then you don't even know what you value uh-uh. so you can't you can't have healthy relationships period so. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah.
1: you have to you have to really look look inside see what you value where do you think you developed this like the time is more valuable than money aspect
0: that's an interesting question um probably reaches that point in like middle school when you sort of try to think outside of oh wait my parents and the people that like were around me when i grew up influenced me in so many ways mm-hmm. and that's when you sort of realize oh wait i'm like my own person i can think <laughs> for myself i mean middle school is kind of late but it's different for everyone um and being like well, yeah i I, say.
1: I think yeah. that's like the right time
0: realizing you can think for yourself and also realizing like you get more freedom at that point Maybe you get a cell phone. Maybe you're like allowed to, you know, sleep over your friend's house. My parents were kind of (laughs) strict. But yeah, I think about that time is when I developed an interest in understanding, you know, my spending habits and why it was important to me. When do you think you came to that, like time is more valuable than money?
1: Uh, I got that whole thing from, like, my grandfather. There was, like, a trip. We went back. I don't know if it was, like, like middle school as well. Maybe a little bit later, like, freshman year of high school. And, I don't know, we just got to talking. And he was telling me about, like, his whole life. Like, start to finish. Which we've never done. Because I rarely get to see these people. Because they're all the way across the Atlantic.
0: Right.
1: And... I don't know. He's just had so much success in his life. And he, like, doesn't value money at all. Like, at all. But he does know how to, like, where to put it, where to spend it. Like. Right. I don't know. He was just, like, the man was a park ranger, right, when he Mm -hmm. was younger. And then. He started like teaching um how to like like forestry okay so and then he got into like um beekeeping, beekeeping. right so beekeeping was his business so he ended up starting a business Interesting. right and then but he was like a teacher before that and then like he's he built his own, like, he built his own house with the money that he's, like, saved up. He's been with the same woman since he was, like, 18. Like, he's had six kids. They've all grown up to be somewhat successful. And I'm just, like... And this guy literally always valued, like, time with, like, his family. And really never, like, let work in front of, like, family time or anything like that.
0: Because people chase money because they think
1: it can yeah, be them more Yeah, he time. never chased money. He... It always just came to him. Even with the, the the honey, it was just a hobby. He started that up as just like, I like nature. Bees are cool. Honey tastes good. Let's give it a shot. And then he started just like, selling, like the it here, mindset. selling it here, selling it here and there. And now he's just got like his own beekeeping business.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. It's it's so cool to see people like delve into a hobby and have that.
1: Yeah, like, he just dove up into up. that hobby and then just. Became successful, worked out for him.
0: Interesting. All right. Well, do you have any last thoughts or advice on money?
1: Spend it wisely, guys.
0: <laughs> Spend it wisely. All right. Awesome. So thank you, Amen. Thank this you. has been wonderful. Very unique perspective on money, for sure. Definitely healthy, so that's awesome. Um, and if you have a topic that you would like to discuss, feel free to message me at After Dinner Coffee on Instagram. And be sure to stay tuned for our next episode. As always, thank you for sharing this space and time with me.